says, okay. Holding on Peter Test, page Yud Gimel. Where it says, ah, three lines, four lines from the bottom, from the top, sir. Where is it? Though? Okay. So let's uh, just um, like uh, recap a little bit. We're learning till now. And we learned that Klippa, Sitra Achra, the opposite of the Sa'af of Kedusha, is not, um, is not specifically something which is, uh, which is negative, which is against, against Hashem, Naveda. Anything which is not about serving the Ebeshter is automatically already Klippa. Because the definition of a course, the definition of Kedusha, Means alakos means bitulta means ebeshter, uh, and the only way to have a uh, connection to the ebeshter is by bitulta the ebeshter, because the truth is that there's nothing besides the ebeshter. So when you're in touch with that reality, that's kedusha. When you're not in touch with that reality, that's the opposite of kedusha. So when someone does something, even just an innocent act, there's nothing wrong with it. But if it's not related at all to avedis Hashem, by definition, that means that he is. Sees him, he's feeling himself as an identity, as someone, something that has something other than service of the Abishta. There's something other than the Abishta here, so to speak. So that is already not Kedusha, it's the opposite of Kedusha. Sitra Akhra. Okay, as we explained, within Klippa and Sitra Akhra itself, there's two Madregas. There's Klippas Neuga and there's Klippas Atmeis. Klippas Neuga, Neuga is Lashen Eir, means there's a little bit of light there. It's, this potential there. Clips atmeis are the clips which are totally bad, and our purpose is to destroy them, well, so to speak. Nega yeah, nega means air. Huh? Nega means air. The word nega means there's a little bit of air there. Whereas clips atmeis, our purpose is, so to speak, to refrain from them, just to, and by then through that destroying the ruchnistik clips atmeis. So we said like this: if a person eats something, just for the sake of being healthy. Not, not with any bad intentions, just for the sake of being healthy. But he doesn't intend to eat it, to be healthy, and through that serve the Ebeshter. So that's Klippas Neig. In other words, he, he, the food itself, the kosher of food is also Klippas Neig, before it was eaten. Because kosher of food is something that doesn't scream out that there's only the Ebeshter. It's an identity in this world. But it's also not negative. It's also able to be used for the positive. So that's Klippas Neig, right? So it's, it's still not Klippa, but it has that potential to be used for Kedusha. So when you went and ate the food just for the sake of being healthy without specifically intending that you want to be healthy to be able to serve the Ebeshter, when someone did that, is he didn't lower the food, didn't bring it down to somewhere even lower than the food was already, but he also didn't elevate the food. He didn't do his job. He didn't do what he was supposed to do with the food, which is use it as for Avedis Hashem. So it stays Klippas Neiga. So as soon as that person will afterwards, without even like doing any specific tshuva or anything, as soon as that person will afterwards just go and serve the Ebeshter by using that food, the energy that he has from that food. Fact is, the food gave him energy. He's healthy now. He's strong. He has a frishkeit. He feels that he's able to do something now. So when he goes and uses that out to serve the Ebeshter, so then he elevates the food. We'll see soon that there's still a little bit of an issue because he ate it in the wrong way. There's something that happens that's not okay. We'll see soon with his goof. But that's what we're going to learn today. But, but when he... When he uh, but the terms of the food itself... The food becomes nisala, gets elevated and becomes part of kedusha. Because the fact is, right now the food was used for kedusha. When a person though ate something for the sake of enjoyment, 
not for the sake of being healthy, for the sake of enjoyment. So here, the food itself is not something of klipa. It's not, it's, it's not, sorry, it's not, it is klipa, but it's not something of klipa satmez. It's not something of iser. It's something of hetar. The maisa itself is also not inherently a maisa of iser. It's the way that you're doing the maisa that makes a kind of an iser. Because like we explained at length, there is a tzivi in the Torah that a person is not supposed to partake in anything extra than what he needs for the service of the Ebeshter. And therefore, by you eating something extra that was solely there for the purpose of taivis, for the purpose of enjoyment, so then you are, the way you're doing that, the maizam, and that was the idea of eating a kasher of food itself is not an iser, but the way you're eating a kasher of food is an inin of iser. And therefore, it's not enough to just afterwards go and use that energy and serve the Ebeshter. You have to fix something and you have to do tshuva. The tshuva is, you have to accept upon yourself that from now I'm only going to serve the Ebeshter. And then when you go and serve the Ebeshter with the energy that you had from that food, then you are getting my love that food. Right? So there's an extra step needed because the way that you partook in eating that, 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 that food was, was negative. And therefore it went down to Klippus Atmeis at the time for, for a short period of time. Right? It went down to Klippus Atmeis because what you did was against the Tera. So you took the food and put it down to Klippus Atmeis. But because it was only the way that you did it, it's not that there was an inherent Isid over here. Therefore, through a Tshuva, you're able to right away be ele- elevate that food. Right? Okay, that's, that's, that's what we learned uh, in previously in Perek Zat. And then this Perek, we went on to explain again the difference between Isid and Heter, something that was mentioned in Perek Zayim, but we went on to it more in depth over here in this Perek, that Isid is Mlashen Asr, that it's tied down to the Klippus Atmeis. And therefore, when someone ate something which is a Meichel Asr, which was it's just not Kashra Pitera, then he actually cannot be Meile, it's just through doing Tshuva. Shuvah doesn't help over here. It's tied down to the clip satmeis. And like we learned in this Patek, even if you ate a Beshoigig, even if it was, you didn't even realize it wasn't kosher. And you went actually and used out that energy to serve the Ebeshta afterwards. You ate by mistake something which was awesome. And then you had Kayach and you served the Ebeshta. No, that's not enough. Shuvah's not, even Shuvah's not going to be enough. The only thing that could be mailed is either a very great level of Shuvah, Shuvah Ma'ava, like we explained in the previous Patek, or when Mashiach comes, it's going to be elevated. But... Till then, it, that's, that there's something in there that's tied down to Klippus Atmeis totally. Right. But Masha'enke, when we talk about Heter, again, when we talk about Heter, is through Tshuva or through going back to the service of the Ebeshter, you are able to be mailed, even if it was eaten in the wrong way. So that's what, we, what the last words that we, before we finished off is, something which is Klippus Neigah is able to afterwards be rectified and be returned to Kedushas. Al-Tarab continues, basically he says, Ahmakomakim, but nevertheless, again, it's page Yud Gimel, three li- four lines from the top. Before a person goes back to Kedusha, in other words, according to the way that Rebbe Rashab learns of your Pshantan, is a question a little bit, but according to the way that Rebbe Rashab explains, whether we're talking about whether a person ate something just to be healthy, and then what happens again, what's, what's the status of the food then? It's Klippas Neigah, right? He wasn't my to Kedusha, it's Klippas Neigah. Or whether we're talking about someone which ate for the sake of taiva, he ate for the sake of enjoyment, purely. In other words, again, I, I don't want to go over this again in Barichas, but again, sometimes when someone eats something for enjoyment, if that's in order that he should be able to relax, that's a different thing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about he's just eating it, there's no, no, he doesn't gain anything from it, it's just to, just to enjoy yourself. So when someone eats something for the sake of enjoyment, he brings it down to Klippas Atmeis, right? So in both cases, both in the case of someone who ate for the sake of being healthy but didn't intend that he should be doing it for the Favid Sashem, or in the case when someone ate it solely for the sake of pleasure, in both those cases, before the Michael goes back to Kedusha, is who sitra achra it's sitra achra and klippa. In other words, what does it mean before it goes back to Kedusha? 
in the case of someone who ate something just to be healthy, it means before he went and learnt or davened using the energy of the food that he ate. Or in the case of someone who ate it solely for the sake of pleasure, it means before he went and did tshuva. And then was again rectified the food that he ate for the sake of pleasure. Right? But in both cases, before you did that thing, what, what is the status of the food? It is klipach, it's klipan sitrach. Is eating in some kind of kavana either way? Or stam, I'm just eating. Not, there's no makshav whatsoever. person just picks up something yeah, and eats. Up, most people well, if he's doing because he's hungry, right? Because it was a natural instinct because he's hungry. So that's like someone who's eating to be healthy. Right. But he's without intending for Avedis Hashem. Really, I have to have an active intention for Avedis Hashem. Otherwise, you're just doing something that's your natural uh, desire to go. You need an active... Negative, I mean, if someone... The question is... It depends what kind of person. If there's some people that are disciplined by nature, and they don't naturally... They don't just eat unless they're hungry. So I guess such a person, in that case, uh, his, whenever he's eating, it's going to be for the sake of being healthy. Whereas a person which just eats Tamazir then, uh, yeah, if he's eating it right now, he didn't need to eat. That's called eating for the sake of pleasure. It doesn't mean that he, even if he didn't have that active intention for the sake of pleasure, but he ate just for the, solely for the sake of pleasure. Right, yeah. So that would go down to Klipsat uh, Meis. So in both the cases, before you did what's needed to rectify that food, whether it's Shuva or just, going, just, just using it out for Kedusha, then it's still Sitrach of Klipa. Now, here comes the Hesaf. Now, here comes something which we didn't learn until now. When someone eats something, first of all, he right away gets like a fishkeit, I don't know how you say it in English, like a, you know, it's like refreshed, even before, especially once it, he really digests it, it really becomes part of him, the food. So food adds something to your goof. The second, when you eat something, it adds something to your goof. Something changed in your goof, something physical. Right? You, you did something to your goof, a physical, there's a change in the actual physical goof when you eat something. Sorry? Satisfaction. Yeah, whether it's a satisfaction or awakening, whatever, whatever kind of eating it is, but something always changes right away in your goof. Especially when you actually digested it, it really becomes just part of your actual goof mamish. You're saying even before you digest it? Even before, that's how some people, it's a, that's because it says, Lashna Dal Tareb is takif. He says that he says take if right away. So that means mashma that as soon as you eat something, it becomes really part of your guf, right? Because it adds something to your guf. So because of that, when someone ate something and didn't have the right intention, didn't do it for the sake of Avedis Hashem, because it becomes part of his guf, so there's an element here of a cheftza of klipa. In other words, it's not just an action that you're doing that's incorrect, that you're not serving the Eimishter. There's an element here of a, an entity in the world that's right now connected to Klippa. And that is your guf. That, that part of your guf that's, that's that, the part of the food that, the, like the, the, the part of the guf that's connected to the food. That, has the, that became part of the food became part of the guf. So that part of that guf is right now connected to Klippa. So just like, similar to what we learned about a person, Isr Mamash, that even Shuvah can't rectify that. Why can't Shuvah rectify an Isr Mamash? Because Isr, it's not dependent on the person. It's not dependent on the gavran. Iser is inherently bad. And therefore, your tshuva is not going to change the iser. Your tshuva can only change something that was dependent on you. You ate something in the wrong way. You ate it l'shem taiva. So tshuva can help that. Because you changed that. But when there's something in the world that's a cheftza, which is not okay, how could your tshuva help that? So even this, although when you do tshuva, you bring up the food, the meichel, because the whole thing that's wrong with the meichel is the fact that it was with the wrong intention, etc. But that part which became part of your guf, 
that becomes like mamish, like uh, something which you can't rectify anymore, so to speak. That reishim in the gulf. It's hard to understand why, but that's a, this is based on um, is based on what it says in Sefer Kabbalah. This is a, a and, and therefore what happens is because of that, you need to have. He says what happens is you have to have a special einish for that. There's an, an einish mentioned in the Gemara called chibut akever. Chibut akever means that, so to speak, like the malachim, like shake the guf. Shake the guf after a person passes away. And it's an incredible tzad for the person, so to speak. It doesn't mean necessarily physically that there's an action of shaking the guf. But it means a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a spiritual level, it means that they shake off the guf of any taivis that are connected to the guf and need to be shaken off. In other words, in order for the person to later go into Ganeidin, and to the Shema to be connected to Hashem in an open and revealed way after the person passes away. So we have to take away any negative that's still connected to the person. So the Chibut HaKever is to take away the Reishem that remained, it's like the Reish, how do you translate the word Reishem? The uh, mark, right? The impact, the mark, yeah, that was made by the eating something L'Shem Taiva or eating something for just for the, to being healthy and not, not connected to David Hashem. So that Reishem that's in the Guf, even with Tshuva, there's the only thing that's going to help it is Chibut HaKever. Now there is actually Eitzis to be Nitzel from Chibut HaKever, it says. It says like if a person, Nayimim brings it, if a person has sixth of the day, he's saying, Eisi Satev actively with his mouth, he's saying, Eisi Satev that so to speak is in place of Chibut HaKever. The things that a person can do that takes away, but, but there is, has to be something in the place of Chibut HaKever, so to speak, because Chibut HaKever is to letari mitumasi shekibu ba'anoa se'ilam azev, etanugov, mitumas kippas ne'egav, v'shedin yudoin, because you have to be, you have to be metahirim, you have to purify him from the tuba that he got, received from partaking in the pleasures of this world, which the pleasures of this world are part of Klippas Neiga and Shaydin Yudon. If you remember from last year, we spoke about Shaydin Nuchrayin and Shaydin Yudon. Shaydin Nuchrayin and Shaydin Yudon means it's like a Goyish Yitzhahara, so to speak, and there's a Yiddish Yitzhahara. When a person desires something which is Isser, that's like a Goyish Yitzhahara. They desire for something which is Hatter, even though that's also incorrect, but that's like a Yiddish Yitzhahara. It's a Shade, but it's a Shaydin Meshaydin Yudon. So to get rid of the Klippas Neiga and the Shaydin Meshaydin Yudon, right, the Reishim that's there in your goof and the Shaydin Yudon, you have to have Chibut is that for the neshama? Or for this the is for the guf, so to speak. It's the neshama, though. It's for, it's for the sake of the neshama, but the einish is in the guf. We'll see soon. There's other ancient that are more connected to the neshama. This einish, though, is given to the guf, but it's for the sake of the neshama because the neshama is tied down to the guf. Even after a person passes away, it still has a connection to the guf. So if the guf is not in a pure place, even the neshama can't, so to speak, access uh, what it's supposed to access, lemayim. Right? It's not decomposition of the body. Sorry? It's not the decomposition. No, chibut means they shake it, so to speak. Malachim shake it, says, yeah. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not. It's different. The chibut kever, the English chibut kever, is that they shake. They shake. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to look about other things. So we're going to see about other things. This one is about food. We'll see soon what the difference between food and other ones is. But we'll see. So he's going to talk about other things which are not as connected with the guf. Don't become part of the guf the way food. Because this is the guf becomes part. Again, this is specifically for food because food becomes part of the guf. Right? Other things that you do, if a person speaks about the let's say we're going to talk about soon, doesn't become part of the guf. He spoke something wrong, but the guf didn't, nothing added, was added to the guf by speaking to Barbatelum. Here, the guf, something became part of the guf. Because of that, the guf needs chibut hakev. It's not just in English, the guf needs chibut hakev. Oh, but the other, you know, like sleep and uh, exercise and uh, all these other things. Do they become damn the I don't know if you could say the same thing like you have by food, right? They, they might help the guf, but they don't become part of the guf mamish. Food mamish comes into the guf and becomes part of the guf. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's a chaymer we find in the Gemara that there's a chaymer for food. For example, it says, 
It says that a tzaddik, Hashem makes that he shouldn't be nichshal b'shegeg in any aveda. So Tesis has a question that we find in the Gemara, it's a famous Gemara with the Rebbechon and Zakai, that he, he, um, he, he, he used a candle on Shabbos to read, and he I forgot that it was Shabbos, he tilted the candle and he wrote down that he's, when Mashiach comes, he's going to bring a chat shmena, he's going to bring a carbon. So Tesis says, what do you mean? Well, you didn't sell the kolav, and Hashem makes sure that the doesn't do an Aveda B'Shege. Stasis so says that the Gemara there is talking about Midah uh, Tzadik never, never eats something that's uh, not kosher by mistake. It doesn't eat. But other things he's trying to do an Aveda B'Shege. It's interesting. They, they say Repil uh, Paracha was a chassid of the Tzemach Tzadik, of the Mitlareb and Tzemach Tzadik. And he was a very, very big Tzadik and chassid. He was in a very high madrega. But he was very machmin also, and he wouldn't eat from anyone else's house food because of kashras. And he said he doesn't even eat, even, even from the Rebbe, Tzmachtzedek, he wouldn't eat. Even, he says, even if it's on his plate, he won't eat it. Only if he put it in his mouth and spit it out, then I'll eat it. Because that, Hashem wouldn't make that it should go into the mouth of a tzaddik, something that's not kosher. But otherwise, how do I know if it's on his plate that it's, not, uh, that it's okay? Maybe there was a mistake here. <laughs> so, he, uh, but, so why is there chaymer and achila? Why is Tesis say there's a midud achila that Evishta makes that it shouldn't become, that a tzaddik shouldn't be nechshoen, and other avedis b'shegek he's able to be nechshoen? So according to what we're saying now, it's understood because a achila has a chaymer that it becomes partial part of your goal. And therefore the Ebishter protects the tzaddik that he shouldn't have this idea of something, of Isser becoming mamish part of his goal. Yeah. Okay, sorry? I just think that it was kind of, he, he didn't eat sambal, I think it was, he didn't eat chicken, he would eat meat because he would think that... It's Husraven. I heard this very mm-hmm. now I'm thinking maybe Husraven is like one of people who should be tzaddik and the, the chicken is like the only one. The only you, eat. yeah. It's one yeah. of the people who should be tzaddik, so it's uh-huh. like, let's uh-huh. not let's change it to be Okay, that could be, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, so he says, Elim Kain, the only person that, who, someone who doesn't need Chibut HaKever, is Mishu Leinanam Elim Azakol Yomov Kerabin HaKadosh. The Gemara says that Rabin HaKadosh, Rabbi Vida Nasi, when he, before he passed away, he said, he picked up his ten fingers and he said, it was made on himself that the ten fingers were used only for Yagaiti Basarat's voice. In other words, I, I, I toiled in the service of Hashem with all my ten fingers. And, and it wasn't Nene from Elamaza. I didn't have any pleasure from this world, even from Etzbaktana, even my pinky didn't have any, any pleasure in this world. The way that it's explained in Svarim is that the Gashas are the word Nene. Rabbi Nakadish was a very rich man. It brings the Gemara great descriptions about how wealthy he was and the kind of lifestyle that he led. But the point was that he never had a no from any of those things. Everything was all about Avedis Hashem. He never felt the physical pleasure of it. But someone like that, like Rabbi Nakadish, that never felt any physical worldly pleasure, is he could go straight to uh, Gan Eden because he didn't have, there was no need for Chibot HaKever. The Chibot HaKever is to shake away the Reishem. The Reishem, the, 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 mark, the impact, the impact that, that stayed from the partaking of worldly pleasures. Abin Akadish didn't have that issue, didn't have any, never t- had pleasure from this world. But Stam, a person, needs to have Chibut HaKeve because of this thing. Impression. Sorry? Impressionism. Okay, that's a good word, yeah. Impression, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's all about... The person um, has a no, but he's doing. Uh, he's having a no, but he's doing it for a reason. Okay, let's let's that's a good show. <laughs> let's leave that for now. Yeah, but, but let's let's talk about right now about the simple case when a person is doing it for the sake of pleasure or for the sake of just being healthy, and he's not uh, doing it for Avodas Hashem, so he has to get rid of that ration through kafakela. Uh, through uh, sorry, chibutakem. Now, but let's say you have a person 
I didn't partake in something of Isr. Uh, sorry, I didn't partake in a food for pleasure. He spoke Dvarim Betelim Behetet. Dvarim Betelim Behetet means Kvina Ma'arish Sheni Yochalilmit. A person who is able to learn, there's no such thing as Dvarim Betelim Behetet. Every Dvarim Betelim is Isr. Because Vidibar Tabam Vilei Bedvarim Betelim. A person has to learn Torah constantly. So if a person is being Mavatal Torah, he's doing an Isr. So Isr is a, is a whole different story. An Isr is an Isr. Is, uh, we're going to learn later what happens to someone who did an Issa. But if someone who, let's say, is an Amaris that can't learn, so he speaks Dvarim Betel. He speaks them, let's say he speaks about the news. There's nothing, there's no Issa there. Do any Issa. There's a question, Agav, by the way, just uh, what does it mean? Amaris and Yochel Ilmed, even an Amaris could read Tayyash Abiksav and be Yetzat Amutayra. So he should be obligated to do that the whole time. Also, another question why the Altarah brings this example. You could have an example of someone who's not an Amaris, but he's an Amerchatz, let's say. So he's in the bathhouse, in the mikveh, and he's talking to someone Dvarim Batayim. He's not allowed to speak Dvarim Batayim there. So l'chore, that's also Dvarim Batayim l'bahetim. Okay, for whatever reason, Al-Tarebbe gave this example of an Amar Hashem Yachalim. So an Amar Hashem Yachalim, when he speaks Dvarim Batayim, right? So again, this goes back to the same principle we're talking about the whole time. There's nothing, he's not, seemingly he doesn't know, he's doing something very innocent, right? He's speaking about the news, what's, what's wrong with that? But again, that means that there's a self there. There's some part of your life that's not devoted to Avedis Hashem. What does it mean you're just talking about something stamazeh? Do any action that's not related to Avedis Hashem is Klippas Nega. It's Klippas against the Abishta. Again, it doesn't mean, but I should clarify. When someone talks to someone, wants to find out how he's doing, that's a mitzvah, right? Even if you're speaking to him in the news, it's just give him, but to give him a good feeling, because you want him to get some, you know, some some, some attention, something. That's also a mitzvah, right? As I, yesterday in the Fabringen, my uncle was here, who mentioned the story of Remechol the Alter, it was a big mashpia in Lubavitch. He was, it was big Oivet Hashem, he would have him for many hours, and he was once saw a, a, a bacher, the yeshiva, that had ripped shoes, and he was in the middle of Birchus Krishma, and he, according to the way he said it, he spoke to tell him to get new shoes, but I heard it also was that he made it with his hands a simon to someone to help him to get new shoes, gave him money, and they asked him, how could you do that in the middle of Krishna? How could you someone like him? How could you stop middle of Krishna for something so mundane? So he said to help another yid. That's uh, what's the whole idea of Krishna? Krishna is about internalizing that there's nothing besides the Avishta. Helping another yid. That's what Krishna is. That's 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 internalizing. There's nothing besides Avishta. That's what Avishta wants. That's uh, but but he but the, but helping another yid, saying Tvarim Betelim, so to speak, to help another yid. That's not Tvarim Betelim that we're talking about here. We're talking about something that's irrelevant. That's not connected to Avedis Hashem. Stamaza is talking news. So something like that. Is a uh, again that's klipas nega. That's not a sir, but that's klipas nega. So what happens to someone like that? So he says, "Tzarech l'tayr nafshim etumazud the klipa." He also, in order for his neshama to go to Gan Eden, he has to purify his neshama. Aidei gilgula bekafakela. I'll explain in a second what kafakela is. But if you notice, what the Alter Rebbe says here is that he tzarech l'tayr nafshim. He doesn't say that you need something to to fix his guf. See, when someone eats something, it becomes part of his goof. So his goof needs a tikkun. When you talk to one betalim, is the nafshi yatsibadabra, a person speaks from his nefesh. So because his nefesh went out and, 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 and was involved in something that is not related to Avedis Hashem, so his nefesh needs a tikkun. So therefore the tikkun is different. Chibutak kever is something to do with the goof. The malachim, so to speak, are throw the goof. Over here, or they, they hit the goof, they throw the goof. Here, kafa kela is, like explains in the Gemara, that there's two malachim from one, one end of the world and the other end. Obviously, this is not, this is not kipshute in gashmi. So it means in a, in a ruchni stick sense, there's a you know, malachim and a gashmi, that they're standing on one side of the world, the other side of the world. But there, there's a one malach in one place and one malach on the other end totally, and they throw the neshama one from one to the other. And the way it explains in the Svarim, what that means is, once a neshama comes lamayla, the neshama realizes how everything in this world is, is narishkait and is, is silliness, right? Has no value. 
So the, they let the neshama understand that. That's the malach that's on one end, so to speak. And then the malach throws him back to the other end, and he again, like, he's imagining that he's actually partaking in the Tanogam of Elamazim. That's a tzar for him right now. And then he gets thrown back again to realize how, how, how silly it is that in Tanogam of Elamazim. And he goes back. That, that's what Kafakel is. So it's a tremendous tzar for the neshama. So this, this uh, idea of tiur hanafesh of, of, of kafakela is for someone who spoke Tvan Betelem Behete. Because he, um, he, again, he has to get rid of that, of that, 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 that impurity that became part of him because of the Tvan Betelem that he spoke. Avil Dvarim Diburim Asurim. That's off of Tvan Betelem Behete. This was something that, again, there's no Isra Neshuchon Naruch specifically to talk these Tvan Betelem. But again, it's about, there's a self over there, it's klipa. But what about someone who speaks something which is aser? Like he gives an example, you're going litzanis. Litzanis over here means like litzanis when you're laughing at another person or something like that. Because litzanis could also be, like he brings in the first pedic of klipas mega, there's litzanis. If you start making a joke, litzanis, that's, that's not an iser. That might not be connected to kedusha if you're not using it for kedusha, but it's not an iser. Whereas litzanis uh, of another person or something like that, that's mamashtana masura. That's an iser. Or another thing is, uh, another example that he gives over here, V'lashon hara, V'kayetzibam, V'lashon hara, Yerevah, many Yisurim, like the Chavetz Chaim explains, Baruchus, how many Yisurim, in prison, when he speaks V'lashon hara, so V'lashon hara is an Yisur, so V'shemehem, M'sholosh Klipsat Meis Legamre, so because it's an Yisur, therefore, the energy that your Nefesh is investing when he's speaking those words is not just from the Klipas Neigat, from the Klipsat Meis, from the totally impure Klipas, so therefore, in Kafa Levade so for this, you need kafakela first of all, because it's also Dvaram Betelem. Letzanis is also Dvaram Betelem. So first of all, there has to be kafakela because it's Dvaram Betelem like any other Dvaram Betelem. But that's not enough, because there was a worse element over here. You have to have Gehenim. The difference between Gehenim and kafakela is that, for example, Begashmis, you have, let's say, someone who has like some offer, some, uh, some dust on his shirt, let's say. So he shakes it and he gets rid of the dust. Let's say they have a stain. Then you have to wash it in a washing machine. You have to get rid of the stain. You have to use some, some good, uh, you know, something, some good spray to get rid of the stain. So the same idea. When, when the issue was, they spoke Dvaram Betelim Behete. So Dvaram Betelim Behete is Klipas Nega. So then, as, through the Kafakela, so to speak, you get the Nefesh gets rid of it. But when there's a real Shalosh Klipas Atmeis, that's a lot deeper and a lot worse of an issue. So that's the Gehenim, which is like an immersion in, 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 in a terrible pain, etc. for the Neshama. And that that gets rid of this clip of, of Klippas Atmeis that was connected to the Nisham. same idea, Misha Eshele, Lasik Beteira, Ve'esik Bedvaram Beteilim. Before we go, I just want to stress one thing. When we talk about an Einish in the Teira, an Einish is not a, a just a, you know, a way to scare people. An Einish is a Tikkun. Like for example, the Mabu. Hashem wanted to destroy the world. He needed a Mabu of 40 days to do that. One, one second, everything could have happened. Everyone could have died. Everyone, everything could have been destroyed. So it explains that the problem, the issue was that the world was in an impure state. The people were acting very, very not correctly, and therefore the world became in a very, very tumidic state. And therefore, that had to be like a mikveh for the world. That's why there was 40 days of the Mabu, like this 40 saw in a mikveh. Mikveh has 40 saw, so the same idea that was, it was resembled by the 40 days of the Mabu. So the, the Mabu was water, just like a mikveh, 40 saw, 40 days. Right? Every Einish that the Ebishta gives, it's not stamazoi that it's an Einish to scare people, it's a tikkun, a way to, so to speak, Correct and fix up that issue that I have. We don't understand necessarily in every case, but in the, when the Tata says Malchus, Tata says Kadis, Tata says Misa, for every single, it's specifically for that thing, that's the tikkun that the person's going to have through that Einish. It's not like a, like an of Abbas of Adam, to see what's needed to scare people. And therefore, the same idea over here. That's why there's different Einshim for different things, right? Like here we, we understand it a little bit more. When someone is, uh, something with the issue was with the goof, like when he ate something, 
for the sake of taiva, etc. So that became part of the guf. So you need chibata, you need chibata kevet. So that's an English for the guf. When it's in the nefesh, like diburim, then it's kafakela. But when it's deeper in the nefesh, when it's with diburim asurim, then you need gehenim. Kafakela is not enough. Because that's, that's what the inner English is a tikkun for the person. Okay. What about a person that was able to learn? He's not an amaritz. He was able to learn, and he was instead speaking to Rambam so he was over on Bittel Teira. Is ain't kafakela levadim meil and afshe lemarkel azachos over here? Kafakela again also won't help because kafakela, like we just said, only helps for klipas noiga, right? For someone who spoke varam betelim beheter, whereas a person who was able to learn and didn't learn, what happened to him? He was asik in varam betelim beiser. So kafakela doesn't help to purify his nefesh. Lemarkel is like to clean it, lazachot to to make it pure and refined. Zrach einshem chamurim. You have to give him. We have to give him very. They give him a very, very harsh punishment. Shemanishim al bitul teira that you give. They, they give as a punishment for someone who was asik a bitul teira bepratis because bitul teira is well, the worst aveda in a certain sense because tamat teira connected kolam and therefore besides for the ancient that there are for regular avedas for bitul teira there's even a greater anish because it's a worse. It's worse off. It's in a worse, worse off state. Besides, for the general einish that we give for every single person that was mevatel mitzvah So in this case, he was able to learn teira and he didn't learn teira. So there's a bitul mitzvah And what's that einish? Like machmas atzlos that you didn't do because of laziness. Usually, when a person is mevatel mitzvah it comes from laziness. When a person is even on a mitzvah it comes from a taiva. Right? He has a taiva for that thing. He ate something not kosher. He had a taiva to eat. Whereas a person who doesn't do a mitzvah say, it's because of laziness usually. So the einish of every bit of mitzvah say is the gehenim shel shelik. That is how talks about gehenim shel eish and gehenim shel shelik. Because obviously again it's not physical, but the idea is because there's a, when a person doesn't mitzvah laisa say it comes because of taiva. <coughs> so the problem was chamimus. Problem was too much chamimus. Like sorry, passion. Yeah, passion of the nefesh abamis that had that taiva. And therefore, they rectify it through Ganem Shalesh. Through Midah Kenegad Midah, Ganem Shalesh. When a person didn't do a mitzvah say, the issue was atzlas, the issue was laziness. In other words, he was too cold. He didn't have enough chamimis. If he would, be, if he would have enough chamimis for the mitzvah and would know what you're doing through a mitzvah and would feel it, he wouldn't have had that laziness, right? When someone knows he can make a million dollars, even if he's lazy, if he knows that through up a few minutes he's going to make a million dollars, he'll do it, even if he's a lazy person. So through this. Uh, one time, let's say, saying Krishna, getting up to say Krishna, uh, you realize it's a lot more than a million dollars, right? So if you would have that chamimis, you wouldn't sleep in. You would say Krishna, right? So, so, the, so the issue was over here a lack of chamimis. The issue was kiridis. And therefore, the oinus that a person gets for a bit of mitzvah say is Gehanim Shalshalik, not Gehanim Shalesh. This is a lot more than uh, that's when it with a million dollars, you're right. But if yeah. someone is able to do acquire this, not something that there's nothing greater for that, right? No, like, like, that's why it's a it's harder. That's what the image to made in a way that it becomes harder. But if you can recognize really what's going on, right? Every single time it's something new and something infinite. Something that you couldn't do before and you couldn't, can't do afterwards, then it's a it's a whole different way of looking at it. But yeah, I, I before we, I don't think we'll continue maybe inside next time. I just want to say also another general thing about ancient. We're talking a lot about it here about ancient. Most in other places. I feel in, bad to like talk harsh like this. <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't say punishment. It's okay. Rectification, maybe. Rectification. Yeah. So I want to say also another nakuda about ancient, about rectifications, right? That. First of all, when a, when a person serves the Eivishter, so we learn this Peirik. It's, it's 
going to scare you, right? Like a person gets uh, scared to, now to take it to Tavis or whatever it is. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I think we mentioned this in the past, but it, it's, it's good and it's bad. It's, it's, not, it's actually called Toif Shebenega, the good part of Kippas Nega, it says. When someone doesn't do an Aveda because he's scared of a punishment, whether it's a Gash Mystica punishment, or it's a Ruch Mystica punishment. Some people are scared of Gash Mystica punishments because they know that Hashem says also, but Gash Mystica, he might do something bad to you because of uh, doing an Aveda. And sometimes a person's on a higher level and he's scared about a Ruch Mystica punishment for the Neshama after he passes away. So, so both cases, though, in the end of the day, he's thinking about himself. He's not thinking really entirely about the Eveshter. In other words, if you really, if you're doing a mitzvah because of the Eibishter, you don't do it because of your scared of the Einish. Here, that means you're focused on yourself and you're worried about what's your state of being, whether it's Begashmis or Beruchmis. So that's why it is still part somewhat of Klippa, but it's called Teif Shebenega. In other words, it's called a good part of Klippa Snega, because if it saves someone from a, doing something actually bad, it's worth it. In other words, the fact that you thought about the Einish is better than doing an Aveda, or better than even doing a Taif of a Papel Mamish, because then it actually becomes part of you like everything we're learning over here. So it's like similar, I think I've also mentioned this, but similar to a story that for the Mat Chalep, the Chassid al Rebbe, the Baltani, that he said, he became, the people said he became a big Chassid from Gaiva. What does that mean he became a Chassid from Gaiva? Every time he would have a Taiva to do something not correct, he would say, I'm a Chassid the Baltani. It doesn't make sense that someone like me should do that. And he wouldn't do it. So he became in a very high Madrega from Gaiva. But that's like a good Gaiva. He used that Gaiva for the good, so to speak. Right? But ultimately, even though that's correct, that a Einish, is a good thing when it helps you from taking you away from something that you're not supposed to do. Of course, the focus is not supposed to be on ancient. We're not, we don't train ourselves to do things because of ancient. That's not the correct way of serving the Ebeshter. We serve it. We're supposed to serve the Ebeshter because of the value, the unbelievable value of serving the Ebeshter. That's, that's, uh, that's what the Ebeshter wants. That's, that's fulfilling his wish to make a difference for the Ebeshter. We're going to learn much more about Lashma and later Prakram, all the Madrigas, what it means, Lashma exactly. But not, not, not to be focused on yourself. It's supposed to be an Ebeshter focused uh, relationship, right? It's not supposed to be focused on your state of Elamite. So why do we focus yes on ancient? Why do we elaborate on the various ancient? It explains that when a person knows about an Einish, he understands the severity of that Issa. It's not about getting you to be scared. Also that, that's also, in a case, if, that, if that's the last resort, you should do that too. But that's not what the focus is. The focus is, like we said, every Einish is not just Stam and Einish to scare someone. It's there to be metahir you from that specific issue, from that specific wrongdoing. So when you learn about the Einish, you can understand how bad that, that specific wrongdoing is. So learning the Einishim, like let's say, we're learning over here. Someone might learn, Taivis, Hetet, okay. You know, Alavaya shouldn't do his surah. Taivis. You learn though, what, what needs to happen to the guf, what needs to happen to the nefesh for every single time when someone partook in a taiva. So you understand the severity of it. You understand what it does, what it achieves. If you see what type of rectification is needed, then you see what, what type of issue there was of it. So that's why it's important to understand the various ancient. It's not an idea of, you know, like a fire and brimstone trying to scare people of the, of the ancient. That, that also is, 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 has a place. But that's not a focus. The focus is more on understanding the severity of what you're doing, what you're achieving when you, when you, when someone does the wrong thing. Okay.